0: Yeah. everybody can be successful. And I think that's the the biggest blessing mm-hmm. for me at the beginning of my business and growing the business was realizing it doesn't matter how fast that person's growing or how well that person's doing. That is their journey. I'm going to learn from them. I'm going to like watch them and be a fly on the wall and duplicate and, and really grow from their knowledge, but realize I'm on my own path and I'm going to get there too eventually. Icons, it's Jen Spiegel, mama four, serial entrepreneur, and your business and lifestyle, BFF. I'm here to build a community of like minded women who are willing to dust themselves off time and time again. Through these stories in this podcast, you will be inspired and encouraged to do all that you can do to be the best version of yourself. Ladies, let's be icons. Okay, so here we go. I am overly excited for this guest because she is a fast friend from years ago who we were in business together. We were on the same team in a network marketing business, her and her mom, and I was instantly drawn to her personality, her energy, and it's very easy to see how much she cares and loves for people. And that is my special guest today, Susan Bursick. And the first thing you should know about her is that she is super proud to be a boy mama of two little blue-eyed blondies who are five and eight, and they are the cutest little boys. They're absolutely her greatest teachers, and although she never really truly prepared for motherhood, she was grateful for them for pushing her and her buttons to become the highest version of herself. She's also married to an awesome guy who works super hard and is one of the kindest, most generous people she knows. I love that. He's both an amazing father and a super supportive husband to all of her crazy ideas and goals. Becoming a mother stirred up in Susan a real desire to live her best life because she believes families are really the biggest beneficiary of that, and she's a happy and fulfilled mother and believes that it's less likely to feel like your mummying life is sucking the life out of you when you're really living up to your truest potential. She really does care for moms, and that's where she loves to connect with them, especially with natural tools like essential oils to support their emotional wellness and to help them open the door of wonder to all the ways oils can support their entire family. I love how you say wonder, that's beautiful. Her other passion, and the second thing that she wants to note, is that she is like she just loves helping women and taking their skills from life before motherhood. And turning that into a business that they can work from home or on the sides of their existing careers. And Susan, I think that's just like the tip of the iceberg of who you are. I know you on a personal level. You're also one of my VIP clients. So we've gotten really to dig into things and connect even closer together and I would say that that passion for women and moms is definitely radiating from you. You are a beautiful soul. You're a beautiful mom. And anybody who follows you or gets to be led by you would be blessed because you are just one spectacular human being. And I'm so grateful you're on this podcast today with me. Thank you. Oh, Jen, you are the sweetest. What a Oh my gosh, just such a heartfelt
1: heartfelt way to introduce somebody i'm totally feeling the love and i just want to say that when you see those things and recognize those things in me that's the light in you that you're seeing you know right back and i am so so excited and so happy that our paths have crossed again you've never gone off my radar and you know i think it's been 8 or 9 years maybe since we first met and i was you know i hadn't yet become a mom and i really knew very little about network marketing i was just very drawn to the products that i was using and I had this opportunity every month to see you speak as you were leading your team and your business. And I was just so enamored by your, your presence and the way that you were able to fill a room up with women and speak belief over them and, and celebrate people. I had never seen people brought together the way you were bringing people together to, to celebrate these you know these little milestones and big milestones. And I just, I think from that moment, I was just a light bulb had switched for me that I could see myself in you, even though you were, you know, a a few years ahead of me in motherhood and in this business, I was so, you were just that perfect first example of what could be possible for me. And I am so grateful that you came into my life at that time and that I've had an opportunity to stay, you know, connected to your journey. And gosh, you know, a month or two ago when I was watching you talk about your coaching program, you know, I wasn't, I definitely wasn't in a place where I was thinking this was the year to really invest in myself, but the, the passion and the, the way that you were so sure about what this year was going to be for you I was like, I need, I need to click this button, <laughs> fill this form out. I think this is like the time where I need to really up level. And gosh, you've been a pers- perfect example of somebody who is walking the walk themselves. And i I just feel very lucky to be to be working with you as a coach. And I hope that you continue to attract all that you deserve because it's been, it's we're only a month in,
0: and I'm so happy with this <laughs> choice. It's been joyful. It has been joyful. And it's really interesting. Like you bring up a good subject just to start off our conversation is, you know, when we set out a year thinking, this is the year. And I certainly did. I opened up 2020 with such clarity and um, really audacious goals. And then things happen, struggles, hurdles, challenges. And it's really interesting to watch a personal growth journey within myself come to a head in a time like this where there's been challenge. You know The path I thought I was going down, how this was going to all unfold, that is actually not the way it's unfolding. It's quite different. And I'm first of all so grateful I've been investing in mentors and coaches myself because I think there's no better time than now to do that. But also all of that personal growth journey and being prepared for a moment like this to work through challenge quickly and not let it Hinder me or cripple me or paralyze me. And I'm seeing that same thing happen in you. So it's really a great piece of evidence to what network marketing and this industry can do for a person beyond the lifestyle, you know, beyond the accolades it's really who you become in network marketing that's the biggest gift. Would you agree with that?
1: Mm, totally, totally. I was chatting with my own team last night about this and it's, people don't realize this initially generally when they say yes, they've, they've often you know, been attracted to the opportunity for one reason or another. And the long-term gift that comes from this is the evolution of, of all these surprises about who you are and who you didn't know you could be that the right people pull out of you. And it's just, it's so cool.
0: It really is. And it's, I think, what you least expect. I don't know many people who start a network marketing business with the intention of really just becoming a personal growth guru or junkie. Most people start for very self-centered reasons really at the beginning. I know for me it was, I, I really just wanted to make an income. I wasn't making any, I was a stay at home mom and I needed to build an income. I didn't like not having my own money and not being on my own two feet. So it started selfishly, but then once you immerse yourself and start to grow this, you really do realize it is so far beyond you. It may have got you in the door, but it's not what keeps you there, you know, and I'm sure you've really received that or noticed that within building your organization and, and the company you're a part of.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's kind of that thing where it's, it's like we talk about network marketing, right? You have a great experience you want to share that. And the same thing kind of happens with personal development and I it's, it's sort of like you give that gift to yourself to develop and to learn and to invest in yourself and it becomes so exciting that you you really do you can't help but give it away. <laughs> and so I think that, you know, I could start off really quickly with a piece of advice for anybody who is who's really in their business right now and not sure what's next. If you're feeling, feeling lost and like, you don't know what it is that you're supposed to be teaching or showing up and giving to people, that's your clue that it's time, time to invest in you because like, first of all, you're the, you're the number one beneficiary of that, but you start to have all these light bulb moments and the the dots get connected that it just pours out to everybody around you. So it's such a, it's such a pay it forward thing when you decide to invest in yourself.
0: Okay, let's just sit here for a second because I think this is really important for someone to hear but also absorb because oftentimes we look for exterior solutions like my mentor, my coach, my upline, my team, everybody else should be fixing this gap for me versus, oh my goodness, I'm feeling stagnant, stuck, a little bit off kilter. I need to dig in and really work on me in order to show up as the best version of myself for, you know, the team that I, I am creating here. I love that you said that. I hope people really receive that.
1: Mm, thank you. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You do see that happen sometimes in this business where people are looking for somebody around them to, to push them or to be the answer or to be the missing link, but it's, it's very rarely the case.
0: You're right. And I think it's that, that switch that needs to happen from an employee mindset to an entrepreneurial mindset And most of us, I would say the mass majority of people who start a network marketing business come in with an employee mindset. Tell me what to do, how do I do it, hold my hand, guide me the entire time. And although at the beginning there is a level of mentorship that needs to happen to learn the skills, I do think the faster someone can release that hand and put on their entrepreneurial hat and realize this is my business up to me, the success or failure is entirely in my hands, the faster a business will grow. Would you agree that's a skill that needs to be captured quickly? Totally, totally. It's that whole self-awareness and realizing
1: that this, this is your, your breakthrough of somebody else deciding your time, your worth. And that's, I think, why I'll always be passionate about this industry is because becoming a mom for me, it was that light bulb switch that I, I hadn't ever really considered the impact of of somebody else owning my time and my worth. And as soon as I had my heart lit up by the network marketing business model, which I have so much kudos to give to you for being such a great example of explaining just how powerful it is in those those early years for me. It's like once, once you grasp that understanding, it, for a lot of people, there's no going backwards. All of a sudden, like for me, it was, you know, I had my first baby and I can remember so vividly spending hours and hours nursing him in this, you know, comfy little rocking chair. And, you know, before that I had worked several years in retail management, loved what I did, loved running businesses, loved being in the fashion industry, you know, bringing teams together and would have happily done that forever. And then I became a mom, and all of a sudden, I had this awareness of things going on in the news, and my own health became a trigger for me. It was like, oh my gosh, I, mm-hmm. I really do need to be here, and I really do need to be the best version of myself, and wow, does motherhood ever rock you and, and cause yeah. you to look at things and hear things and consider things that had never been in your thought pattern before. And I just, I spent that first first year of maternity leave just in such a state of of fear and feeling like I, I didn't have control over what what my journey into motherhood was going to look like because all mm. I could feel was this weight of having to go back to work for somebody else's schedule and for somebody else to say when I could have my weeks off and to sit down once a year with a boss who would say, here's what I think you're worth. I just, I was like, Oh my goodness. I, you know, for some people that's a safe great place for them to live in. But I, something had flipped in me where I'm like, I absolutely need to do whatever I can right now (laughs) to figure out how I can use my skills and be in control of my time with my family and this new baby. And I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm open to anything. And, you know, it's just, I look back now and it's such a different It was such a different maternity leave compared to the second time I was off with a baby when I had my network marketing business. And that, that time with the newborn, I, you know, those hours I was rocking him and nursing him, it was like, I was just full of ideas and Mm -hmm. what can I do during the next nap time? And this is so exciting. What am I creating? And just such a different, different experience, right? Going from a place of fear and, and not feeling in control to feeling like there's so much possible. And I don't know, that's, that was just such, such an immense turning point in my life that I will forever advocate for women looking at this opportunity and seeing where it can fit and how they can make it work and just, just being a champion and a coach for, for navigating all of the different highs and lows that come with it because it's not, it's not an easy journey, but it can be really, really fun and rewarding and yeah, just, just rewarding I think is the biggest thing. That if you're not feeling that sense of, of reward and value and worth as a mom and you're feeling lost and you're feeling like you're just leaving the house and trading hours for dollars, yeah, just to be open to other possibilities and to take the time to build something that can release you from, from that feeling of not being
0: in control. You're so right. And that feeling of control, I think, is what so many moms are missing. Mm-hmm. We feel so out of control when the truth is we may feel that way. We may be a little bit out of control for sure. We just feel like our circumstances are not working for us, but I love how you say just be open-minded. I think if people were more open-minded to hear and educate and really build their knowledge of the industry, there is no going back. And I know for me, I was definitely my experience. I had such a negative opinion about this industry I was like those people who you know say horrible things I really was because I didn't know and I was taking it on a poor experience I had and that's going to happen in our industry there's going to be people who don't do this well that's a personality that's not the industry it's a personality so that was my experience I had a poor experience and also if I can be honest I felt like I was above something like this that was my my reference point. It was like, Oh, this is a cute little business. People do, they don't really make a lot of money, but they're pushy sales. I called them ladies. Cause that was the only experience <laughs> I had pushy sales ladies with yeah. these kind of products. I, I don't really, I'm not interested in and you know, they don't really make any money. Yeah. And I was so wrong. It was when I was, you know, thrown into the the event that I did that really introduced me to this industry and seeing how they actually were that was the turning point for me. And I signed up to do my business without even trying a product. It was the people, the culture, the feeling, like that feeling of celebration of of goals and achievement and this community of people locking arms together and, and no competition that I thought, oh, this is it. We have to tell everybody about this. And I was really driven to build that. So I'm really grateful that you saw that early in your experience, because if I have even a sliver, you know, of the success that you've grown and built and the leader you are, what a compliment, first of all. But I'll tell you, I always believe the student will appear at the right time. And it was obviously the right time for you. Mm. But I'd love to go back a little bit to that first experience because we were in the same um, business. You were part of my organization and you left, that company to join the one you're joining now. And I want to talk a little bit about some hard things in network marketing too, because I think, you know, we have to have these juicy conversations and talk about hard things so that people do better understand, even within the industry. And so when you left and your mom left, I remember a leader in our, on our team, really taking it personally. And she went, crazy and, you know, just was really upset that you had left. And there was an element of shaming that I witnessed. And I remember at that time having, a, I don't know when it was, but it was so clear. I was standing up. I remember, and I think I must've been listening to the story and how upset they were that you went to another company. And I remember thinking, I just don't share this feeling. I just don't share how how them finding their truth and, and what they can align with is anything that would hurt me or hurt us other than the fact that sometimes somebody leaving leaves a gap. And so that gap in our business is scary and it's just easy to point a finger at the person exiting as the reason why our business isn't where we want it to be, which is truthfully our own fault. But I do want to talk a little bit about that shaming factor because it's not just been my experience. I've watched it with other companies and other leaders how can we be better at that? What, what was your experience exiting our company and going to another one? Did you feel that at all? Did you feel any? Yeah, I didn't feel the
1: sense of shame on the outside. So good. You know, <laughs> kudos to you for protecting, good. <laughs> for protecting from that. But I do remember really spending like days and weeks just feeling a guilt around having a, just a different sense of alignment through the products that I wanted to teach about, because I loved the products in, in that first company with you. I loved the the people and that, that was ultimately the hardest decision was, was pull, having to pull away from that. But, you know, like all those hours that you spend rocking a baby, there's, there's time to mull things over. And I think that was kind of my first experience you know, as a woman where I was like, okay, I, I have the answers inside. And if I'm quiet, and I'm still, and I trust that, you know, those answers can be followed. That's all I can go on right now. And I had just sort of, you know, I had had kind of an awakening to how powerful being in control of my emotional state was going to be for me as a mom. And, you know, I had always sort of prided myself on having like, miles of patience and and a very just like low key nothing really rocks me and then you become a parent and it's like oh i do have these emotions <laughs> so and that true. that was hard for me to accept yeah. and so you know because i was newly experiencing these oils i was i was seeing how they were impacting my emotional wellness and i just i just had to lean into feeling a a deeper sense of obligation to teach about that and so ultimately that that was the path that i had followed but when i think when you come come from a place where you have a stance where you really have a deep rooted belief in the business model in general and in this industry my hope would be that if somebody chose to follow a different pathway or a different product they wanted to educate about i would just be so grateful that they are staying within this industry. Sure, it's it's hard to see people come and go. But I also have always believed that you keep a door open for people at all times, right? You know, life brings us different things and different experiences. And it's funny how, you know, the world circles back and, and people come back into your life. But I think if you've found yourself in this place before as a network marketing leader, where you've really taken it personally, when somebody has left your team, or there has been this, you know, so called gap that's been created by somebody leaving that you can at least continue to have faith that you've given that person the experience that they needed at that time. And you've set them up for the next thing that they're going to to have, you know, come into their life. And that it's really not about us. And it's really not about the gap that gets left. And if you've truly provided them a great experience within network marketing, chances are they will find themselves back in that
0: with, with the right fit. Absolutely. And I love how you say circling back, because I think if we're showing up as the best version of ourselves, or at least in that moment, knowing what we know, but in that, that, uh, you know, mindset of I'm going to keep growing and keep building and we're leaving with leading with a servant heart. You're right. Sometimes they leave, but they do come back. And I have experienced that. And I think sometimes we burn the bridge. And I hope that that's one of the things people take from this conversation is to just love and release and know that it's their journey. It may not be what you want for them, but there's a selfishness in that, but that their journey is taking them down a different path. And maybe they'll come back and maybe we can be each other's biggest cheerleaders. And I think you and I have been a great example of that because I have been such a big fan of you and watching you grow this incredible business and you know being a great customer of yours even you introduced me to oils and I'm I love essential oils because of you and I'm just so grateful that we got to give that example to others and it's probably a part of the reason why you're so accepting of others as well because you know how that felt to work through realizing you know what I love the industry I love this community but I really feel drawn to something else. And so that probably makes you a very sensitive, you know, open leader. Would you say that helped you in your leadership? Oh, totally, totally. And I think about all that you poured into me
1: and that gets paid forward as well, right? Like the energy, the energy of the universe is always working out for us. And there were so many things that I took from the way you led by example that I was able to provide for my team that had I not had that experience with you guys, I, I would have had a totally different different path in the business that I'm in right now, but there were bits and pieces that I was able to take. And and like we said, that good always is just, it's circulating constantly, right? So Mm -hmm. I think if you're giving the best version of you and you don't take it personally, if somebody is not with you forever, the good that you've poured into them, it's just, it's going out and circling constantly.
0: Oh, it's a beautiful way of looking at it. Imagine if we just sat in that and owned that piece and, you know, whether it's forever or a season or a small portion, that our job is to simply pour into them, give them love and belief and help them you know, develop skills and that that ripple effect may be beyond our company that we're a part of. I think that would be a beautiful transition for this industry, especially yeah. in leadership. Thank you so much for mentioning that. So I do wanna ask you a quick question. I think sometimes in podcasts, I'm very hungry for tactical advice as well. And mm-hmm. I think when we we're talking network marketing today and one of the things I feel we need to dig into are skill sets. You know, we come in with our own individual skill sets, you know, our experiences, our resume per se, but I do think there's certain things we need to focus on when we first start that business. So let's start with a brand new entry point to network marketing. What would you say, or how do you lead your team in terms of skills? What would be the top skills you would say they need to dive into and, and really immerse themselves in? Yeah,
1: what a great, great question. I think if somebody's coming into this with an intention that they want to build something and they're starting from scratch, it's really having that awareness and taking ownership of leading yourself first. Because it is, it's that switch from having to go from showing up for somebody else because somebody expects you to show up at nine o'clock and be there till five and do X, Y, and Z and that's kind of the first thing that somebody needs to be able to wrap their head around is that there there isn't anybody checking up on you. You know, you might have a fabulous mentor and somebody who's really going to be there and guide you, but a lot of times that's not always the case, right? You might have you might have been a customer of the the organization that you're deciding to build a business in and maybe you haven't, you know, necessarily been brought in, or you said yes, because of the leader. And and it's just something that you're kind of pursuing on your own. So it's, it's giving yourself some time to get used to the fact that you have to lead yourself and figure out what this path is going to look like. And gosh, that lead yourself topic could go off on (laughs) several different (laughs) paths of it of its own. But it is having that awareness that you have decided to run a business. And there will not be that person who says you you've got to put this number number of hours in and you got to do this. And why didn't you do what you said you were going to do yesterday? So that's a consistent, that'll forever be a roller coaster ride in this business. It's still something that I have to check myself with daily, weekly, monthly, and ask myself, am I showing up the way that I really should be right now? So it's that, it's that shift for sure is, is taking ownership of leading yourself. I think another one is Taking the time to be really clear on your vision. Do you want to just casually share your products and have people kind of know that? Or are you here to replace an income, break yourself out of a job that has been, you know, sucking the life out of you? Is your goal to really be home with your kids when you're clear on that, and in this industry, you'll hear that kind of referred to as talking about your why and getting clear on your why and knowing that your why is going to change. I feel like depending on the day that you ask me, my why could be different. There's so many different reasons, but you know, really just quickly for the sake of an example, my why is, is fully around owning my time. I love to travel. I don't ever want somebody to say I can't take time with my family to go here or to go there. And so I will always have that as a very rooted reason for why I show up and why I continue to develop myself is the, so that I can forever remain the owner of my time with my family. And then I think the third one would be to wrap your head around promoting yourself. And this is one I can really kind of go off on a tangent on, but it's I see it happen where people spend years and years in this industry and then they they realize that, oh, there really isn't anybody out here that's saying, come join my business on my behalf. It's something that you have to realize that you are the, like you have to be the billboard, you have to be the radio ad, you have to be the commercial, you have to get comfortable with showing people why you're going to be a joy to work with, why your business is amazing, why your future team or the team that you have right now is going to be the place for people to want to hang out. You've got to be able to paint this picture for people. If you think about any buying decision that you've made recently yourself or you know, let's say even like the last family trip that you talk, you took or a purchase that you made, you probably were doing your research and, and checking out the vibe. And do I align with the message? And I do I like what this company stands for? Or have I heard good reviews about this resort? Right? We make all of our buying decisions with that kind of thought process, right? Mm-hmm. But people are buying into you, they're not necessarily joining you because of your product. I mean, hopefully, you've got a product that just sort of sells itself. And that's the easy part for you. They're joining you. So, you know, if you're new in this business and listening to this right now, you're going to want to know that you're doing the stuff on the back end, like listening to the right things, plugging yourself into the right trainings, doing the things that are going to boost your confidence and give you a real deep understanding of what you're a part of. Because when that's locked in and you're sure of that the promoting of yourself becomes easy because you're just all of a sudden people start seeing that you're showing up more vibrantly, you're more visible, you're more accessible to them. And that ultimately is like the self-promotion that just starts kind of happening naturally.
0: Oh, I so agree with this. This is such a good conversation. Okay, because what I'm realizing as you're talking about this too is how difficult that may be for people, right? That self-promotion can be such an uncomfortable thing because we're often taught, don't toot your own horn, be humble, you know, put the attention on other people. But I firmly believe in this, that self-promoting is essential to the success. Promotion in, in anything, of events, of your vision and your why- of why you, because we all, you know, sometimes we share a common product with other people out there, but why would someone resonate with me versus you and so on? And so what tips would you have in terms of promotion? What could someone do at the very beginning when they're not sure of the product totally, you know, they're still getting to know it, still getting to know the company, unsure of where it's going to go, but they have a big vision and they're really committed to seeing this through, what would be a way they could promote themselves?
1: Yeah, I would say to get really, really committed to listening or reading or absorbing personal development on wherever that's easy for you to absorb for me it's podcasts if I'm spending time in my car that's my time I can be listening to things and so when you're starting to have these own little downloads and these own little aha moments for me it happens through listening to other people's stories I love inter you know interview format podcasts and I love people who are sharing their stories because it allows you to kind of like see yourself in somebody else's journey. So it my tip for would be to if you're listening to podcasts and you're driving or you're watching something or reading something, keep keep a notebook or keep your notes in your app accessible. And every single time you have one of these little light bulb aha moments, jot it down. And then once you've kind of connected the dots to how that aha moment is relevant to your story, put it out there on social media. Oh guys, I just had this really incredible, you know, light bulb go off for me. If you can start teaching people and showing people like your growth that you're having personally, that is super, super attractive to the people around you who are feeling lost, stuck, really uninspired. If they see you investing and having these literally just aha moments, right? That's all you could call it is just, Oh, this sparked something in me today, or this like really gave me, you know, some excitement to keep pouring into this new thing that I'm doing people want to follow people who are really sure on where they're going. And that's often all you need to be in order for somebody to want to follow and attract you. We don't hook ourselves, we don't hook our wagons to somebody who's really lost. And we don't get on a bus that has no route. You know, you go with the person who is really clear on where they're going. And this is especially useful for most of us here want to impact people who are feeling lost and uninspired. And that's like to be able to, ignite that in somebody is so rewarding. So if somebody can see you doing that for yourself, that is kind of your first step in self-promoting is just to show other people how you're up-leveling your own life. And then I think on the flip side, if you're somebody who has a team, love on and promote the heck out of these people in your organization that are doing amazing things, even if they're that... You know, for instance, I I ran a Facebook group this week and I had a a mom who has like literally never been on social media. She's like, I just transitioned from having a flip phone to a smartphone (laughs) and so scared of putting her face out there and her voice out there. And, you know, we were able to rally around her and she did her first video and her first recording. And it's like, if you can celebrate all of these things All of a sudden now, you don't actually have to be promoting yourself. People start getting excited because they see all the, they're like, oh, I'm that mom at home who feels totally disconnected. And like, I could never put my face on social media, but I see this this woman or this mom here doing that. Okay. This is a safe place for me. So all of a sudden you're not even really having to promote yourself per se all the time. It's, it's the, the rising and the lifting and the celebrating and and capturing these little moments that are happening within your team and showing that to people. And then again, people start to self-identify and self select. This is a place for me.
0: Oh, this is good. Very good. Very good. And you're really talking about promoting, but you're also talking about celebrating others. And I think those two things, things—if even if we just grasp those two balls right now and think, okay, how can I be better at promoting myself and owning my journey and really diving into personal growth and development and sharing? And also how can I be better at celebrating the people around me? And even if they don't have a team yet, it doesn't necessarily mean it has to be someone on your team. It could be someone who's a part of the organization you are, or a friend in the company. I think when we celebrate others, it shows the real beauty of this industry because we don't really see that anywhere else, at least not in my experience. When I worked for corporate and I worked for various companies, it definitely wasn't a culture of, oh my goodness, Jen did such a good job at this. Let's all just gather around her desk and give her a high five and sell it. Like, no. As a matter of fact, there was a little bit of politics there where it was almost like, Don't talk too much about the greatness over here because we want to have the spotlight because we're all trying to climb the ladder to the next thing without feeling. And it has to be, you know, our responsibility to push somebody down almost. I mean, it's not a nice thing to think about, but to raise ourselves up. And in our industry, we don't have that. Everybody can be successful. And I think that's the, the biggest blessing. Mm-hmm. For me at the beginning of my business and growing the business was realizing it doesn't matter how fast that person's growing or how well that person's doing. That is their journey. I'm going to learn from them. I'm going to like watch them and be a fly on the wall and duplicate and, and really grow from their knowledge, but realize I'm on my own path and I'm going to get there too eventually. Yeah. And that peaceful calmness really helped me stay in my own lane. So what about leadership? Because you are an exceptional leader. I would love to know as a leader what skills you have felt really honored your team and have really become strengths of yours to build a community. Hmm. That's a good question. I
1: almost immediately, my thought
0: kind of went to...
1: <laughs> You, you almost have to start to be the leader now in your household, right? Because this is a really interesting business that has to be built for most of us in the nooks and crannies of our day in the beginning. And so that, that in and itself is sometimes a huge hurdle for people to figure out, how do I actually make this work? I'm really, you know, still putting a lot of hours in a week into my career, into my business. I've got these, you know, two, three, four kids at home that still need my attention. I've got a partner or spouse at home that doesn't really know what the heck I've just said yes to. And the leadership almost has to start within your household. It's funny. I I can remember doing this training with my team. And I I said to them, how many of you – raise your hand and just be honest – if your partner at home really doesn't actually know that you're doing this business and it was like, you know, the, the hands just kind of sheepishly went up and probably the story at home was, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm going, there's this training and I really like my oils and I'm we're just going to get together and talk about the oils and, you know, in their head, they're doing the business, but they haven't really like firmly declared in their home (laughs) with their support system and that's kind of where the other piece of leadership really locks in and so I'm a big advocate of if you're clear on that vision that we talked about as being one of those first crucial steps and, and clear about what you're doing and what your why is sometimes you've got to really advocate hard at home with your family that this is important for you and I can honestly tell you like Dan and I still butt heads at times about where I want to spend my time because it's really easy to be a critic or to to have an, an assumption or think that you know what's going on in somebody's business from the outside, which you know unless you and your partner really do this business as a team, things can look different from the outside, and so I have truly found some of my best confidence and voice and personal leadership skills in having to stand up for what it is I'm building and why I need time and why i'm investing money or energy over here and be able to paint that picture for him as well so you know even though he truly truly is the most generous supportive kind person big my biggest champion truly what things look like on the outside is not always you know it doesn't always come across and there are times where I still have to we still have to sit down and hash out why I'm doing things a certain way that he might, not, you know, he might not get. Mm-hmm. So the leader, like really grasp that if you have a busy household. And I mean, some of you might be listening to this and, and you're just, you know, you're on your own and you don't have that other outside influence, but this can be something that you can coach people with, you know, down the road as you grow a team, because there will be people, and sometimes it's just your kids trying to claw in and get their hands and pull you back. You know, they want mommy, they want daddy, they want their attention on you. And so you've got to be really, really dialed into that vision and the why that you're doing it so that you can, you know, plop that little toddler on the couch and give them an iPad if you have to, just so that you can get that 20 minutes that you need to pour into your team and be okay with that. It's... Mm -hmm. I think I've heard you talk about this several times as well it's that the kid they'll remember the time freedom times that you're having together not the times that you had to keep an, a hand on the door and, and yes. keep them locked out for a team call yeah. you know those are the things that you just kind of laugh about uh, down the road but I do I have women on my team that really truly struggle with the idea of not being there for every tuck in or, or having to miss a, you know, a recital or a game. And it's, it's just being able to coach people and honor honor their path and honor their choices. And if you're a mom out there who will, does not want to give up any of that time with your kids, that's okay. That you can still have success in building this in small chunks, small chunks. And if this isn't your time to really start shifting, time and be okay with hiring a babysitter or putting your little one in daycare to build this, that's okay too. This business will always be here for you and you'll know, you'll know when that time is right. You know, I, we didn't talk about this, but in my first year of building this current business that I'm in, I was also running a home daycare because I was like, okay, I need to have some income come in. I do want to be at home. We had reached that decision where I wasn't going to work outside of the house. And so I was, you know, bringing these little kids into my house all day long, which allowed me to be home with my son, but I was also pregnant with my second one. And I was so drained at the end of every day. I was realizing that I had nothing left to give back to my own family. I didn't want to deal with them. I didn't want to have to, you know, get food and meals. And I was like, I'd been doing that all day. But I was building, building this business with my oils in the nooks and crannies during nap, nap time, staying up late, just connecting where I could. And and these small consistent blocks eventually did reach me to a point where. I started to feel so much excitement about what was possible that I felt like it was going to be okay and safe to let go of the daycare income and make a decision to close that. So, you know, my advice, if you're somebody at home, not not really knowing when the time is right or when do you know is the right time to, you know, look for some outside help or tap into daycare or Ask your spouse to to give up something so that they can be home helping you more. When you feel that excitement, like you just can't be held back any longer, that's when you know that it's the right, it's the right choice. Don't, fear can be really heavy and it can really hold us back. And there can be a lot of reasons why not to take that next step, but be really Be really clear on the feelings of excitement, because when that excitement is there, that's kind of your key, that you're on to something, that there's certainty that if you get this time freed up, that if you're willing to invest in some daycare or some babysitting or maybe you take your full-time job and you scale back to some part-time, when that excitement is like bubbling out, when that time comes to you, it's, you know, that it's just, you've clicked into that momentum and there's no going back. (laughs)
0: It's true. It's really true. And, you know, I think too, sometimes people think they're waiting for the feeling and in the waiting for the feeling, there is a time where you can just immerse yourself in the product and really educate yourself and learn. And I think a lot of times too, it's a a fear of, I don't know enough. So Mm -hmm. they Mm -hmm. don't have that burning desire yet because they're so fearful of, I need to know more. There are some people out there who need to know a lot of information in order to, you know, have the confidence to move forward. And so I would also challenge people. If that, if you're sitting here listening to Susan and realizing, yeah, I just, it's just not the right time. Like I want this. It's just not the right time. What can you do to be prepared for that right time? Go to the meetings, listen to the personal development, educate yourself on the product, get some testimonials, have people try them. And sometimes that boils up inside to be that flame that gets you going Mm -hmm. Um, But I do love that you are such an accepting leader as well. It's one of the things you've really taught me is you allow people to own their journey. You allow them to, you know, come in and if they need to take a little bit of a step back for whatever reason, you really honor that with a person, which I'm sure is, I'm sure the people following you must feel such a sense of relief and trust in you to know that, It doesn't really matter how I'm performing. Susan's in this with me for the long haul. Would that be a good description of you as well with your leadership skills?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think just it's grasping on as well to that realization that you haven't, when you do this business with people, you haven't hired any of them. (laughs) None of them are collecting a paycheck from you for doing X number of hours of work. And so the joy, there can be way more joy than heaviness in this if you go with the assumption that people are showing up and doing the best they can with what they have right now if you assume that about everybody in your organization this becomes a far lighter joyful experience if you honestly take word for word what people say they want to do and that they're gonna do it and they're gonna do it by this number of (laughs) months Mm -hmm. and you really hold that and believe that that you will set yourself up for a lot of disappointment. Truly a big abundant organization really only takes a few key rock star locked in partners. You do need to assume that the majority of people will just they'll dabble, they'll share when it's convenient, they'll be in and out But truthfully, that's like a big part of what makes this work is the shares, the people that are just here when it works out for them. If you can have that that grace and that assumption that people are showing up with the best that they can, it makes this feel like it's just a really joyful thing to be building. Because those people who are truly meant to do this, truly dialed in, really want to self-develop and give this gift to other people, they self-select themselves. They know when they're in the right place. You don't often have to, to really do a lot of work to pull that out of somebody if you're leading by example. And just assume that the rest of the people are there just to soak in the culture, be a part of your community, take little bits when it's needed, and just don't assume anything and just be grateful for everything.
0: Oh, I love that. And just putting the expectation kind of, we're all going back to the beginning where you were saying, you know, how you lead yourself. I really believe the expectation needs to be on ourselves. As soon as we put an expectation of our own personal goal on somebody else's shoulders, that's when I, I have experienced the disappointment and it's not their fault. It's not their goal. And even I want to tag onto this is, you know, you said it just takes a couple of rock stars. It's true. It only takes a couple of strong leaders to be really growing this business successfully. But at the same time, we can't even put expectations on those strong leaders because life happens. Mm. Something changes in the in a second. And when we have put all our eggs in the baskets of others and something happens, that's again, when that disappointment kind of come to the surface and because we've been sitting comfortable with the leadership we have. The one thing about this business that I was taught at the beginning that I held with me forever, it was from my dad. He said, think of this business like a bucket of water and you have a teeny tiny hole at the bottom of the bucket. So it's not pouring out, but it's dripping constantly. And so if you are not filling that bucket with fresh water all the time, it eventually will run dry. And so I've never... Taken that out of my mind. It's always been that visual of, okay, you know, this is going really well. Things are happening. This business has grown exponentially, but we cannot take for granted that that little tiny hole at the bottom is still trickling out. And so maybe the water's right up to the rim because you filled it so big and so much, but we have to remember it's going to come down if we don't continue doing that. And I think that is another thing people need to really just own, right? Because we can get, want to get to a place where we don't have to do anything anymore. And I think that's so naive. And I actually yeah. feel like it's very insulting to any business or any leadership because why would it be where, you know, we get to a point where we're okay, yeah. we're where we want to be. And so now everybody else, you do your thing. Cause I finally got to my comfort zone, which I think is what gives our industry sometimes a bit of a bad reputation is there are those leaders who sit comfortably in their success versus staying in the trenches and really seeking out that next goal, even though it may feel super big because the the goal you just achieved was so large, but then you have to be still like a brand new consultant looking forward to that next thing.
1: Yes, what an amazing analogy. That's so simple for absolutely anybody to visualize the concept of
0: right thank you for
1: sharing that Oh,
0: it's no problem I just I just think it's important that we own the parts all the parts not just look at the shiny objects of network marketing because there are a lot of shiny objects there's travel and finances and time yes you gain all those things but it doesn't mean that there's parts that have to be worked on constantly that may not be the most fun or the most enjoyable but what I mean I think of it as parenting yeah, I didn't love waking up in the middle of the night to change diapers and nurse. I mean, that wasn't something I was like, yay, 3 a.m. <laughs> here we go. Like, but that's just a part of what I have to do to be a good mom. And so we can't be naive and think this is, we can't think and believe this is perfect. But what we do need to understand is that it's more freedom and flexibility than anything else. Mm-hmm. And the imperfections, the little pieces that maybe we don't love to do, yeah. it's still worth it. It's still a better day doing something that is you know, building our families, building ourselves, moving us towards our greatness than to do something that, I mean, think about some people who live in a job where it's treacherous for them. I, I can't imagine that life. And I, I wanna help people realize that it doesn't have to be that way, but so many people feel stuck. And to me, that is not a life that should, you should be living. You should not feel every morning dreadful for the things you're going to be doing, the time away from your family, working with a toxic work environment. It shouldn't be that way. So if it's not network marketing, let me just go on a little tangent here. If it's not network marketing, find your gift, find your thing, move. I always say you're not a tree move. You're never stuck. And so many people feel stuck and you're not. So I want to just give you that permission right now. If you're listening to this podcast, if it's not network marketing, find something that lights you up because nobody should be living Monday to Friday with that pit in their stomach.
1: Mm, I agree. That's beautiful.
0: Okay, so I would love to know something else because you kind of spoke about it, but I think we need to dig into it a little bit more. And that is what happens when you have negative people around you? I feel this is the number one reason for people giving up on their dreams in network marketing. Mm -hmm. I think we have a negative partner, or maybe it's a best friend, a parent, somebody in our close circle Mm -hmm. who really dislikes or is uncomfortable with us building a network marketing business. It was definitely my experience. My um, husband at the time when I started this business was very unsupportive. I mean, it was bad, Mm -hmm. except I was so, when you had said, you know, you have that decision and you're just, you need to stand tall and lead in your home. I was firm that I was in the right place. I just knew it and I needed to see that through my take in getting him to come around and getting his support eventually was he saw me stand up and be serious and committed to this business. I didn't play around or treat it like a hobby. So I think in that commitment and how he saw me take this seriously and want to be a professional at this, he kind of was like, Oh, she's not dabbling in something. Oh, she really means this. And maybe I need to follow her lead. There's something to this. So I, I believe our commitment and how we stand in this oftentimes can bring them around. But what, what would you suggest to somebody who has that like super negative, every time they open their mouth, they're just wanting to stomp on that dream. What would you suggest to them?
1: Yeah, I'm really fortunate in that I don't, I don't deal with this um, very much or it could just be the way I've, I've just grown to maneuver around those situations. But it's really important to remember that whatever they're projecting onto you or saying or giving you the feel of really has nothing to do with you, nothing to do with the business that you've chosen. It's often a mirror or a trigger that they're feeling within. And there are just certain people who only know how to deal with that by trying to put it back out on somebody else. So I think if you can just at least have that awareness and tell yourself this really, really was not me, you know, that's even helpful just in general if you're out and you come across that that rough experience with a sales associate or a waiter or a waitress who's not very nice and, and you take it, you take it personally you take what did I do to deserve that and it really was nothing to do with you it was a fight they had in the morning with their partner or something you know tragic that has happened in their life and they're just not in a good place to to be dealing with things so if you can give people the grace that it's that it's really not about you and just to be able to create create a bubble around you that you're if you know you you know sometimes there will be scenarios where you just it's family or it's somebody close to you that you just cannot cut out. If you can go into those scenarios and put your little protective bubble on and be really again, dialed into your why and know that you are helping people and not absorb what tries to be projected on you. It's just, it's just sometimes that awareness and just visualizing. Right. I'm not, gonna leave this conversation taking anything personally it's just you know it's putting on your helmet before you go into those situations and protecting yourself and knowing that sometimes it's out of your control but there will be there will be a point in this business where you realize that certain areas that you're spending time in that you do have a choice to maybe not say yes to that coffee date where you know you're going to show up and just take the load and it's not a give and take and it's not a conversation you walk away feeling lighter and brighter this this business has definitely taught me that I can be more in tune with what I'm saying yes to if I if I accept your energy or I accept your coffee date or I go here with you you know there's lots of us that just go about living our life and we just take it on and you're maybe that safe place for people to dump their problems on but if you're just taking that from people and it's not a give or take there you do have a choice you do have a choice to choose whose energy you absorb and what kind of people you want to be around and there's that whole saying that you know you become like the five people that you spend the most time with Mm -hmm. that's a real big one for people to say oh my goodness (laughs) and I've had that in my path where I'm like oh dear you know love this person dearly but it's not I'm not walking away feeling like I'm ready to tackle my next business goal I gotta shake off all the stuff that's been going on in their life you know you just Pick and choose, and you might need to just slowly back away. And again, you always have a choice when there can be times in our life where it feels like there's not a lot in our control. You always have a choice with who you choose to spend your time with and what you absorb from them and what you take to heart. That's always your choice.
0: Oh, that is perfect advice. Perfect. And you know, the thing that you mentioned too that I hope people caught on to is maybe setting boundaries with someone who's negative. Doesn't mean you stop loving them, doesn't mean you stop caring about them because oftentimes it can be someone really close. And so that's an awkward even idea. Like, how do I not have them in my circle? It's impossible. Maybe for you, it's just like you said, setting those boundaries, saying no a little bit more. Like, oh, you know what? I can't, unfortunately, I can't make that coffee date this time, but maybe we can catch up on the phone. One of the best tips I got as well for negative people is when they call you. So I don't know if you have those people and you see their name come up on your phone and you're like, Oh gosh, (laughs) prepare for this. And one of the things I loved that it was the training I, I received, they said, you know, you can pick up the phone and say, Hey, hey, Susan, you know what? I've got 10 minutes. I'd love to connect. What's up? How can I be there for you? Or, you know, how are you doing? And you set a timeline on that call. So you just say, I've got 10 minutes because it doesn't, whether you do or don't, that's up to you. But you know, they, they go, okay. And they get to the point. So especially if it's that person that wants to just drag into something negative or, you know, talk about people or whatever it is, you've been able to excuse yourself from that conversation um, in a really easy way. And if it's a great conversation, it's not negative. You can just say, Oh, let's just keep going. It's okay. I'll, I'll rework my schedule or whatever it may be. But that was huge for me.
1: That's so protecting amazing.
0: myself.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. What an amazing tip. You just changed people's lives with that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Cause I know how it feels to have those people in your life that you don't want to just cut off. I mean, and you can't, but that you need to put in a place that you can still love them and appreciate them and who they are with what they know. But there's very big boundaries. Now, I know if it's a spouse, I want to talk about this, Susan, a little bit, if you don't mind, because I know you grew this business with, you know, just so much affection and, and cheerleading. And I, I just wish that for everybody. I wish everybody could have that situation, but I feel it's, rare it's more rare than somebody having somebody in their home who really doesn't get it and i just want to talk to you guys about this for a second cuz i have some thoughts and susan i'd love to hear your thoughts after this too first of all i think a lot of times for a husband let's talk about a husband here whether it's you know husband partner whatever that they feel in some way they're not providing. So I think sometimes the subconscious mind for them is, oh my goodness, why is Jen doing this? Am I not making enough money? Is she not happy? Am I not providing enough? So they actually are making it about them. And that's where that negative energy comes out because they're feeling attacked even though you're not attacking them. So one of the pieces of advice I want to leave you guys with is please share your why. Susan talked about this in this podcast, like share your why, why are you doing this? It could simply be for me. It was just, I just need something else to think about. I'm home full time with these kids. I'm in a city. I don't have friends or family. I just need to have a purpose away from these four walls. And I don't know if I did a great job explaining that at the beginning. So that would be one of the things I think is key. And the second thing is, and this may be a little controversial but i think it needs to be said is i don't know as a woman if well i know because i cha- we moved you know when my ex husband had a promotion we just picked up and we moved and i never said a word i celebrated it but why was it different when it came to me the female in the relationship why me searching for a goal or wanting to do something different why was that such a threat and i think sometimes we need to be gentle and understanding in that but also not accept it yeah. you know you can respect the fact that they want the best for us, or maybe they're uneducated or they don't really get it, but you don't need to accept that opinion as your own. And you can say, I need you just to zip it. If you can't say something nice right now and give me some time, give me some time to show you what this is and why I'm doing this. And I think a lot of times we don't explain it that way. We get defensive back. And so it ends up being this big battle and struggle because we're defensive, they're defensive. And meanwhile, I think most people, their intention in a relationship is to be strong and loving and work together. So let's just keep that in mind, friends. When If you are suffering or in that moment of someone really, you feel holding you back, it may be time you stand up and, and be strong in what you're doing and, and show them and ask them for some grace. Yeah. What do you say to people on your team who have, People around a negative.
1: Yeah, what you just said was perfect. I think too, it's it's about taking ownership, like you said, of what you're doing. A lot of times, I find when people are getting pushback, I will say to them, "Do you do you actually know how to explain how you make money in this business?" And they don't. They haven't taken the time to wrap their heads around that. And that's, you know, somebody will take your legs right out from under you. If if you can't come back to your spouse and say, listen, when I go out and spend X number of hours in the evening or go out to this training or invest in this, this is how it's coming back into my business for me to generate more income. You have to be able to take ownership of understanding that. And it's okay for a little while just to be happy, you know, getting those little checks that come in and being surprised. No, I don't even know how I made this. That's okay for a while. But if you do have that person who's pushing back on your goals, like step up, you have opened a business here. You have, you've put it all on the line. You do need to understand how you get paid and how to be able to leverage your time. You've, you've, you've got to have that really, really firm in your understanding, not only for the people that you invite to do this business with you, but for sure, for the person whose support you really do need the most.
0: You're right. Thank you for that. It is an obligation. I do. And sometimes that word, people don't like that word, but I do. I have a huge sense of obligation to to network marketing and the business and the teams and you know the people who are supporting me. It is a sense of obligation. And so if we just stepped into this, even if it's tiptoeing in, but realize the obligation is Education, knowledge, knowledge is power. We've heard that. Really bringing the product into the home. Most of the time, they don't even know what's going on, but they're using it. Oh, I love this, and oh, it smells good in the house today. What is that? I'm sure you had that experience, you know. And that's the way to warm them up somehow, and and in a way. Mm -hmm. So, tell me a little bit then, in bringing this all together. Tell me why someone should start a network marketing business. In your opinion, you know, Mm -hmm. right now, what is the value of a business like this?
1: Oh my gosh, it's immense, it's immense. I, I really do believe that the world just in general needs more people who are lit up and enjoying the work that they get to do, right? Mm-hmm. What happens when people, or we'll take moms for example, what happens when a mom has to go out the door, rushing, leaving her kids, feeling stressed that there's not enough time in the day, going to a job that is not fulfilling her, comes home, who takes the brunt of that? Your household, right? We've all lived through that in some state or time in our life. And maybe that's what you're living right now. I really think that if we have more people feeling free and being able to live life on their terms, it's just a massive ripple effect because you just continue to touch lives and inspire people. So I really, really feel like we just need more people stepping into this and realizing that life can be lived a completely different way. And having ownership over your time is everything. You don't know when that next impact is going to hit your family, whether that's somebody gets unexpectedly sick, somebody loses a job, something happens with your children where they just need your they need your time. No, none of us know what's coming tomorrow. And you don't ever want to be doing something in the fear of what if, what if, what if, but gosh, what if, right? Like to be able to do something that is fulfilling, that brings the best of the best people you're ever going to meet. And I promise you that I would challenge you to find any network marketer who says this brought me (laughs) really not great people in my life. You know, that, that might be a one off, but it's, it's amazing. The people that come back into your life because of this business to do something that's meaningful in the world and helps to continue to circulate good money. It's just, there are a million, million reasons (laughs) why as opposed to why not. And I love that it can be started anywhere, anytime, no matter what you're dealing with in life. There is so much underestimated about the value of five and 10 and 15 minutes here and there. If that is all you have, you and I both can attest that this can be built with small pockets. If you're just willing to do it consistently, And you want to have that potential to a year now, two years from now say, I'm, I'm ready to make this different, or I'm ready for things to be different. I think it was you actually who said to me, when I first was learning about network marketing, you used to share this, that if somebody said to you in five years from right now, your income is the same, your life circumstances are exactly the same. Are you okay with that? And I have never, ever let go of that statement. I, I, teach it all the time to to new people that are that are looking at doing this this as a business because if that if you right away are like oh gosh no mm-hmm. i don't want to still be feeling limited or feeling this or feeling that cuz this is the truth if you don't make a change and you're not willing to shift gears and pivot you will still be getting exactly what you're getting right now and it's all it is is the ownership of whether that's okay for you or not and if it's not okay for you this is such an unbelievable pathway for people to take.
0: It really is. And I just amen to all of that. It's the truth. And I do think too, it's so relevant right now with people wanting to build brands and have an entrepreneurial experience that you can do multiple things as well. Network marketing, a, a joining a network marketing business can be a spoke in the wheel that gives you that residual income that you build alongside of all the other things you're doing. And it's always complementary. And I'll tell you, once you start doing it, you know, as someone who is in network marketing but also has a a business in my own personal brand and business, it really edifies network marketing every time. There's just you just realize that residual income is such a blessing. And yes, it took a lot of work and it still takes work, but it's so worth it. It, you know, there's times where I've not necessarily been there for my business the best I can be because I'm distracted by life or my kids need me. But I was, um, I always describe it like a dog. I think um, network marketing is like a dog that even if you've ignored it, when you show back up, it's still <laughs> wagging its tail. Like, <laughs> I'm glad you're back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it is so true. It's so true. It just, it (laughs) wags its tail at you constantly and it's so forgiving. And so it's a really safe place for you as well to be forgiving with yourself, to know that you're building this thing that shows up even when you don't or is ready for you when you become ready. And to know that there's not that big pressure, it's just let this become. Just try and just take those steps to learn those skills that especially that Susan was talking about and the leadership skills. And if you come into this with a heart for people, you know, we we generally kind of circling all the way back to the beginning, we we generally come in for selfish reasons. But if we come into this for the selfish reason, but it's attached to a heart for wanting people to succeed and, and live their best lives, that to me is the ingredients for. Something very successful it can 't be a selfish purpose in this business. It may get you in, but it won 't keep you in. Yeah. The, the more you honor others and see their potential and pull it out of them, I tell you first of all it 's a beautiful space to be and it 's a beautiful way to live your life. Mm. Our, our children are different because the conversations they hear us have are you know lifting each other, celebrating the small wins overcoming obstacles, working through problems, solution-based conversations. And even our household has a different environment because of a business like this. So I thank you for this conversation so much.
1: Oh, I have fully, fully enjoyed it. You're one of my favorite people to talk about this industry with.
0: I love you. Enjoy. So I have a question I'd love for you to answer for us. And I think you are an iconic woman day in and day out as far as I'm concerned, but I'd love to know today, what are you going to do to become iconic?
1: Mm, That's a good one. For me, it's, it's getting back to always remembering to take care of myself it's, it's funny how sometimes when you have access to what you know and believe are the very best products, you sometimes take for granted that they're just scattered throughout your house. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes have to stop and shake myself and, and be like, you know what you need to take and, and pick up. So for me, it's to hop off this call, go take my supplements for the day. I know that the direct effect of that is that I am a nicer mom. I'm more calm. I'm more in control of my emotional state. That's the gift. That's my obligation to my family is that I take care of myself so that they get that, that best version of me. And that, that to me is being iconic in, in your own self-leadership. And you know, it's easy for me because they're always sitting there on the counter to think oh, I'll take them after I right. go do this and this. So that's my commitment to you and myself and everybody listening that I will go put good stuff in my body after this call and truly show up as the best version of myself for my kids today.
0: Oh, I love that. And you prompted me to do the same. You know, it's true. We can have these beautiful things around us and almost take it for granted because it's always there, like you said, but actually immersing ourselves in the things that we love and why we're sharing these products to begin with, Mm -hmm. it just, it reignites us, but it also gives evidence because we're feeling good and and being our best selves for others. And I love that example. Thank you for sharing that because you definitely made me want to have a healthier day as well. (laughs) Thank you for this beautiful conversation. I feel like this will continue and and maybe we'll have a part two down the road because I do think it's so important to educate and and really have the difficult conversation sometimes. Like we talked about some things that maybe we don't want to talk about in the industry, but I think it's important to share and, and work through because we have something that really needs to shine bright right now. And you've helped do that today with me. So I really appreciate your time.
1: Oh, I love you to pieces. Thank you for showing up the way you are. Thank you. Thanks.
0: Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. It really means the world to me. I would be so appreciative if you'd take one minute of your day and give a five star review and share this on your social media. You can find me on the gram or Facebook, and don't forget our website, becomingiconic.co. Ladies, Stand taller today, roll those shoulders back, chin up, and go out and be iconic.